Hey everyone, welcome to the Room 5 E3 Quento with Ando. And for today's episode, I've actually recorded this. I am recording this right now, which will be aired for the next couple of weeks. Because I just know that I'm going to be busy and I'll have no time. So, you know, a backup. So if you're hearing this today, that means that I recorded this a couple of weeks ago. And my instincts were right because it means that I'm busy today in a couple of days, you know? Anyway, today I feel like making a cuento about that time in LA because actually there's a lot of reasons why I want to make a cuento about that one time in LA. But let's make it more general and more friendly. Because actually, no, the first reason why I wanted to talk about LA is because I saw an article about um, Army Hammer. It has no relation whatsoever to what's going on with Army Hammer, to the cuento that I have about now with what I had experienced in LA. It has nothing to do with that, but, oh, I have a Viber notification. So if you guys hear that, just ignore that. But anyway, so I'm just gonna go with the other, you know, remembrance as to why I want to cuento about the time in LA. And it makes more sense, the interrelation of that memory is seeing David Dobrik, you know, along the streets of Hollywood. And it was around the same day that I, you know, decided to be spontaneous. Spontaneous? What? Spontaneous. Because I was about to say spontaneity. But it was those days because, you know, me being me, I'm pretty spontaneous. So I decided to go for a walk in the streets of LA, even though I know LA is fucking dangerous. But, yeah, it was my, like, first time in LA my parents were out of town for a wedding and it was just me and my siblings and I decided to like go for a walk because we were staying in a place that was just a couple of blocks away from Hollywood Boulevard and so on that day I decided to walk right and I ended up backstage on Jimmy Kimmel and that's when I also saw Snapchat Snoop Dogg and the first time I've actually seen a swarm of paparazzis and it was pretty cool but I wasn't even a fan of Snoop Dogg, so I just, like, decided to walk. But I was a fan of Jim Kimmel, so I decided to, like, you know, see Jim Kimmel and see him and check him out, you know, in the studio. And so I walked a couple more, like, steps to I saw a couple of benches across the door where employees and staff are allowed to enter. It was a kind of entrance door. It was a kind of door that, you know, you need an ID to like let you in so but here's the thing though the door was closing in a way in such a way that it was very slow enough for someone to rush in and get in so i was like all right i really want to fucking see jimmy kimmel so i decided to like all right i'm gonna wait till like a staff goes in or exits out until i have enough time to run inside the building that's not a smart idea guys i'm fucking like that was stupid thinking about it now that was such a stupid fucking idea because the fuck i was 17 i don't live in fucking la i'm i'm not from america and i'm about to do something illegal and and it's good i didn't go in but i guess maybe that's the fine line in the story because as as i was waiting there was this dude like who i shit you not looked like a class b mark anthony the ex-husband of Jennifer Lopez. So he comes up to me 
with a with a bottle of whiskey in one hand and a backpack on the other hand. See, with the backpack, that indicate indicated to me that he was a fucking Mark Anthony. Because at first glance, I thought he was Mark Anthony, but then I was like, Mark Anthony is not fucking short. And second, Mark Anthony does not carry a fucking backpack in the side of Jimmy Kimmel. You know? So anyway, this dude comes up to me telling, you know, the typical America pickup line. You know, when they see girls out in the street and be like, hey, pretty lady, what are you doing? You know, shit like that. And and then I started speaking to him. And, you know, I'm not American. So obviously my Filipino accent. Well... I think I said something wrong that put him off, that made him... actually forgot what word was that. But I know I said something that made him say, like, you're not from here, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I'm not from here. I'm from the Philippines. And then, you know, typical Bolero guys be like, oh, Filipina girls, island lady. Like, y'all gorgeous, pretty, and all that stuff. You know, like, you you know the bola lines that guys give. Anyway, so he was making bola, and I wasn't even listening. I was actually planning a way to, like, you know, leave... Because I was fucking uncomfortable. And looking back at it now, like, that's a fucking sign. I should have just left. But then maybe at the back of my mind, I was, like, feeling okay because there are a bunch of people there anyway. There was a security guard, but, you know, times are changing. I don't fucking know, even though. But anyway, so he was talking. I wasn't listening. He got my, he asked, like, next thing I know, he asked to get my phone. He asked, he didn't even ask. He asked. I mean, he asked, but before I could even answer him, before I could answer him, he just grabbed my phone out of my hand. Like, he didn't grab, but, like, slowly took it out of my hand. And I, 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 I fucking, I didn't know what to do. He asked for my passcode, and stupid me fucking, well, I didn't, I didn't even ask for the passcode. I didn't give her the passcode, but I was actually trying to get the phone back. But my thumb, because I had the iPhone 6, right? So my fingerprint was the one that opened it. I was actually supposed to get it. Instead of me getting it, he fuck it fucking opened and he went to the notes anyway and wrote my wrote his Instagram handle and he was saying, Oh, I'm a music producer, I've worked with blah 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 blah. Like follow me on Instagram, check out my profile, check out who I've been working with and blah 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 and all that stuff. I didn't give a shit. Okay, I didn't give a shit. Like this dude was fucking old man. And I'll get to the fucking funny part as to why about the age part. Anyway, so yeah, he was he he was you know saying like oh, I work with these guys blah blah blah. You should come with me and like you know with the crew. We're gonna smoke some pot if you know what I mean, and we're gonna drink some booze. And I was like, <laughs> I'm 17, um, and I'm with my parents. And this dude fucking said, Oh, you're 17? Well, I'm 19. And I'm like, in my head, I was like. Well, actually, no, I said it out loud. You remember saying it out loud. I was like, you're 19. But in my head, I was like, this dude is not fucking 19. Like, fucking, no, 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 no. He's not 19. But he was like, yeah, I'm 19. I just graduated a couple years ago, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, you know, hustle and grind. Maybe he could have been 19. Maybe he wasn't 19. But my instincts were like, no, he's not 19. And then, anyway... He was just, he, yeah, he said, like, yeah, I'm 19, you should come with me and my crew. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. I live with my parents, and I should get back. And he was like, wow, 
you're telling me to fuck off in the nicest way possible. And in my head, I was like, yes. <laughs> he fucking get a clue. I wanted to fuck off. But I was nice. So, like, yeah, I mean, I know. that Because it was 2017, okay? I know being nice won't get you anywhere with fucking strangers. Like, I mean, I just, I'm not comfortable. And I gotta go get back. And he sat down. I was already sitting on the bench because at the point I just really wanted him to leave. I was giving all the fucking signs I could give for him to fuck off. But he sits beside me. Fucking holds my thighs. And I fucking, I, I pushed his hand away. And he said, like, look, I like you. I, I want to get to know you more. It would be great if you, got, if you, you come to this place with me. And I was like, and I knew, I fucking knew to tell him to fuck off. You know, but I fucking, I was 17, okay. And, but, okay, so this is what I said instead. So my straight ass lied and was like, oh, I have a boyfriend back in the Philippines. And I, although I did not have a boyfriend that back then, but this dude, his mood switched in an instant. His mood changed right away from his like being kind of not friendly i wouldn't say friendly but like he will he's changed and he got pissed yo fucking pissed because i rejected him and 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 his reason was like what so you're telling me you have a boyfriend in the philippines and here you are flirting with me and in my head i'm like what i fucking said i didn't fucking i was like hold up i literally said this one hold the fuck up i did not flirt with you. I did not come up to you. I didn't fucking try to hit you up or trying to take you to me to this place. You were the one who grabbed my phone, took a selfie. Yes, he took a selfie with me and tried to put your hand on my thigh. And you're saying I'm the one? Dude, dead ass. This fucking guy's like, you know what? I don't need this. I don't like a cheater. I don't want to have a cheater in my life. Like... I feel so bad for your boyfriend. Obviously, I did not have a boyfriend. But, like, he be saying all these stuff. He's saying all these stuff. And I'm just like, what? What? I'm like, what? So, at that point, I was just like, I didn't know what to feel. Should I laugh? Should I? I mean, I was feeling a lot of emotions. I was like, I was, like, finding the situation funny. I found the situation funny. I, at the same time, I was feeling uncomfortable and weirded out. But, yeah. Dude, like, I guess, like, what? Fucking male ego, man. I just, I just, what? I witnessed firsthand a man's rejection to a girl saying no in America. Because, you know, that was the first time. I, I, I saw tweets. I saw posts about that before. But I didn't really fucking know. Because it, it was weird here. It was... I mean, it, the situation is probably going to be the same here. But, you know, in my head, I was like, is this how people in America are? Is this how... I mean, I'm not generalizing, obviously. But I was just fucking, like, scared, I guess. Or anxious. Because, like... I feel like if so, if Oprah, you know, if Oprah was going to fucking interview me today about, you know, you know, male ego and all that shit, I would have probably made the cuento about that because, and it's not even, okay, here's the thing though, like I've had other experiences like that where a man comes up to me, tries to make legal, you know, trying to, try to, you know, how men in America pick up girls, 
But yeah, so that was the weirdest I've experienced from all the other weird moments that I've been hit on. If that makes sense. If I stayed here, if it happened here, I fucking know what it's gonna do. I must walk away easily or like fucking, I don't know, man. But wow, I'm rambling. But lesson learned, guys. Just when shit is getting uncomfortable, girls, follow your instincts. If you if 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 a guy is weird and strange with you, walk away right away. Guys, I know this is like fucking be fucking gentlemen man know how to fucking respect girls if if they say no no is no man especially if you're a stranger okay the fuck anyways it's like 11 p.m i have class in a few hours but it was nice making quenta to you guys i don't know who's listening but i'll catch you guys soon and hopefully the next following week when i you know, when I'm not busy, I have an episode that's like, I'm actually making chica with anyone. But yes, I hope you guys enjoyed the cuento. I'll catch you guys next week. And 